Well, hey, hey, and welcome back to the Pursuit of Spirit podcast. My name is Victor Burkhart, and I am your host. Today in episode six is going to be a cool, very amazing turning point because I have basically completely restructured how I want to do these podcast episodes. I enjoyed very deeply answering y'all's questions, but since I basically do that every day through messages and comments, I wanted to make these podcast episodes something special, something that you know that when you click play, um, you're going to get something really profound out of it, but not just in a philosophical airy-fairy sense, also very profound strategies and practical tips. So basically what I want to make each of these podcast episodes moving forward is like workshops. So basically what someone would charge you $50 for in an hour workshop, I'm going to just give away for free every podcast episode. So that means I'm deeply thinking about each of these episodes. The one today about authenticity, I've been thinking about for a week, writing down notes, making connections, building it out in my mind. I've also been taking um, into account how you can apply this practically. So I have a whole... A strategy at the end of this episode, but also at the end of every episode of how you can apply what I'm going to be talking about um, practically and strategically in your day-to-day life. So basically, it's a workshop. It's a workshop. This podcast is a workshop. Other podcasts, people just talk and, and they they um, have conversations and it's sort of loosey-goosey and that's fine. That's all right. But I want this podcast to be something that you know that when you turn on, it's a real deal, right? I want want this to stand out in that sense that I'm not just going to be loosey-goosey talking about stuff and there's no real structure. Like I want it to be something that will really, really help you. I want to really offer you value. And so moving forward, that's what this podcast is going to be. We'll call it a podcast. But you need to think in your mind that this is a workshop, that this is something that you can learn deeply from and that if you take that attitude, if you are either watching or you're listening, that you're fully focused and you're going to absorb and listen to, to what's being said because what I have in front of me, all of my notes, all the connections I've made, they're, they're insanely profound. I know it sounds arrogant to say that you won't hear this anywhere else online, but I truly believe that 90% of my insights are authentic to me, which is funny. That's what we're talking about today is authenticity and they're original, they're creative. And the other 10% are inspired from the books I read or from other people I listen to. But All in all, this isn't going to be your run-of-the-mill podcast episode about spirituality, talking about all the stuff you normally hear. You'll hear stuff here you've never heard before, and that's because it's authentic and original to me, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So before we get into the actual content, I just wanted to give that briefing because I see a massive opportunity with this podcast and with you whoever you are (laughs) listening to take these podcast episodes seriously and for me to really deliver the insights I have in a comprehensive, profound, and deep way. And 
I, I love social media. I've said this before, but you just can't do that in a 60 second TikTok video. Like you can't. And I also felt like I really wasn't doing that, answering a question and then hopping to another topic that was completely unrelated. Um, although that was fun, I'm not bagging on that. I just see this profound, profound opportunity um, in front of us and uh, I'm excited. So anyways, I'll stop, I'll stop beating the dead horse. I'll light the incense. Today we got lavender for those of you that are watching. Hopefully I don't catch these books on fire. I also brought back the set because, well, the set's awesome and uh, it's it sets the vibe. So the incense is lit. Wow, that smells amazing as always. And uh, let's let's hop in. Let's get into this. So you're expecting something about authenticity and that's exactly right, but what I want to talk about in this episode is not what you're thinking of authenticity. So what I want to talk about or describe as true authenticity or absolute authenticity is not just being real in the societal sense. It's much, much deeper. And there's actually a profound connection between authenticity, truth, and awakening to who and what you really are. So traditionally, when we think of authenticity, we go like, oh yeah, that person's real, right? But what does that mean? What does it mean to be authentic? What does it mean to be truly real? That's what we're going to answer in this episode and also give you tips and strategies at the end for how to apply it. So basically my claim is that your character, whatever character you're playing right now, the human body you're you're inhabiting, like Victor over here, you have your character. My claim is that that character has a 100% pure, authentic expression of truth that is not reliant on anyone else's ideas, personality, phrases, or anything else. It's completely and utterly you. And when I say you, I mean you in the character sense. It's 100% your most authentic expression of your character. I call it the God expression of you or God-thentic, right? It's a play on words, like authentic, God-thentic. Why do I call it God-thentic? I call it that because when you are awake to who and what you truly are, what comes through your character is literally a 100% expression of God. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that because it is the God expression, the truth expression that you're, you're basically awake to, um, when, when you're, when you're awake to this, this God expression is tuned into infinite humor, infinite creativity, infinite ideas, infinite everything. And I have experienced this while I've been in awakened states of consciousness, this authenticity 
has been so incredible that I've literally came up with the most hilarious jokes, the most amazing ideas, and had the most incredible visions of the future all on my own, just sitting in a room. Now, why is that important? Well, you have to understand when you're being authentic, what does that mean? It means you're not parroting anyone else. It means you're not talking like anyone else. It means that you're not, it means that you're not borrowing your expression from any other part of reality, basically. So this may seem unimportant, but this is so, this is so insanely profound. What I'm saying is that this authentic or authentic expression of yourself is so uniquely you, you cannot relate it to anyone else. You can't even find anyone else that acts or thinks like you when you're in this state of consciousness. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's so authentic that it's unmatched. Unmatched authenticity, right? Because think about it. Traditionally, when we talk about someone being real, right, we think of them as being like they're really like raw or really open. And that's good. That That is being authentic in a relative human sense. But a lot of people that are authentic like that, they... They're authentic in the same ways. What I'm saying is that your true authentic expression, your God-thentic expression is not related to anyone or anything else. In a sense, it, it, it literally is 100% you. You can't find anyone that you talk like when you're 100% authentic. You can't find any mind that you think like when you're 100% authentic. Your humor is 100% your humor. It's not it's not like copied from anyone else's sense of humor. It's 100% you. How is this possible, you may be thinking? It's possible because when you're awake, when you're tuned into the infinite, you have infinite access to things like jokes, ideas, ways of acting that aren't dependent on you learning them from other humans. So most of the ways you act, let's just say this, most of the ways you act are you got them from someone else. Your parents did it when you were younger, right? Like they they moved their body like a certain way when they were walking or, you know, you joke or talk like your dad because you just, you've spent so much time around your dad your whole life. So it's stuff like that. And what I'm saying is that this authentic expression of you is not reliant on anyone. It's only reliant on the infinite. So it's literally God expressing itself through you. That that's what this that's what true authenticity is. It's literally the universe itself expressing itself through you. Now, you may be saying, "Well, Victor, isn't that what's already happening? I mean, isn't it already the universe? Isn't it already God?" And it is, but from your point of view, from the everyday human consciousness point of view, you're not actually totally awake to that. And because of that, your personality, how you act, the way you say things, your sense of humor is all dependent on what someone else said, basically. 
or what how someone else acts, basically, right? You're in the human state of consciousness, you're looking to people around you to make sure you're acting in the right ways or speaking in the in the right societal ways. What I'm saying is that when you're totally 100% awake, how you express yourself is not reliant on anything or anyone. It's completely reliant on God. And because it's reliant on God or the infinite, the way you express yourself is unlike anyone or anything you've ever seen and it's absolutely incredible the jokes you come up with are incredible the ideas you come up with are incredible it's so authentic it's so unique that people will start acting like you because it's so authentic and unique you see the difference so it's hard to explain and honestly i i couldn't really say that I'm in that authentic expression state right now. I feel like I'm in a pretty a pretty human human level of of consciousness right now, but when I've accessed this authenticity, it's incredible. Um and I and I have a lot of I have a lot easier time doing it when I'm not on camera, obviously, but that's something I'm working on, right? How do I get so authentic, so real that the authenticity is literally dependent on no one or nothing else but the infinite itself. That's what you have to ask yourself. Because when you say you're being authentic, what what are we really doing when we're telling ourselves, like in the relative normal sense of the word, we're being authentic? We're kind of picturing what authenticity means. It's sort of this raw realness. Maybe we think of this person in our life and we kind of start to act like them because we hold them as someone who's real. That's what we're doing. When you're truly authentic, when you're God-thentic, there's no reliance on anyone or anything else. It's just coming through you. And it's, it's, it's incredible. You'll be shocked by your own authenticity. That's what it feels like. It feels like how, it, it literally feels like, it's like your ego mind is like, wait a second, who is this person? Who's this person talking, Right? This isn't the egoic version of me that's talking. This is something much, much bigger coming through. That's what it feels like. It shocks you. It makes you feel like, holy shit. What, what, what's happening? And what's happening is that in this Godthentic state of consciousness, we could say, when you're truly authentic, your body, your mind, let's say, your mind is acting as a conduit like think of electricity, it's acting as a conduit for infinite intelligence, infinite humor, infinite ideas, infinite creativity. And the infinity is just flying through you because you're not in a human state of consciousness. So that's why you have to be awake, essentially. Um, is because if you if you try to like get the infinite being a human, well, we know how that goes. Chasing awakening and enlightenment as a human, it never works. So you have to you have to access this godthentic or true authenticity through awakening. That's basically my claim. My claim is that you can't access this true authenticity by thinking about it or believing it or turning off this podcast episode and going, okay, 
I'm going to be the infinite, I'm going to be the true expression of myself. But see, you're doing that as a human. You don't, when you say that, you're not understanding what's really, what's really happening. And what's really happening is that you, you can't do it like that. You can't do it as an ego, right? The ego can't be a true expression of the infinite. Only the infinite can be a true expression of the infinite. You see, and that's why colloquially, societally, when we say someone's real or authentic, my interpretation is that they are authentic, they're real, but they're, they've hit a ceiling and the ceiling is that they're not awake, they're not realizing who and what they are and that's why they can't access their God self and let that come through. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's not good to be real or authentic or truthful when you're in a human state of consciousness, when you're perceiving yourself to be a, a human, an ego. That's the start, actually. I feel like that's the starting steps, right? Um, but what I'm talking about is not that. I'm saying it's something different. I'm saying it's something radically different. Because, again, when someone is real or authentic, we, we kind of consider them raw, right? Or down to earth. But that's not the same thing as them being fully conscious of what they are and then allowing that to come through. Now, if you've ever encountered someone that has been fully awake to what they are and they let that come through, you'll know. Because you'll be like, I've I've met real or authentic people before, but this person is like God levels of authentic, right? How are they so authentic? It's like it, you can't even imagine being that authentic. Why is that? Because your mind is trying to contain what they are or what they've realized, which is the infinite. So when you encounter someone that's so incredibly authentic and real, way past the traditional sense of the word as just being like raw or open, it blows your mind. Why does it blow your mind? Because it's infinite. They're literally embodying and expressing the infinite. And that's why you can't, you can't relate them to anyone. You can't think of anyone that they talk like. You can't think of anyone that they joke like or anyone that, that, that has ideas like them. Because it's so authentic. It's infinitely authentic. There's nothing to relate it to. And basically what I'm saying is that this is possible for you. This is possible for you to become a pure conduit, a pure open channel for the infinite or for God to flow through you. If we could imagine what Jesus or the Buddha was like in person, like if the Buddha was sitting right here right now, like what's up? And Jesus was right here right now. We could imagine that they were so incredibly authentic, not just because they were like trying to be real as an ego or they were trying to be like these cool grounded guys. They were so authentic because they were awake to who and what they really were. And because of that, when people, I'm sure when people were around them, I mean, we really don't have a lot 
a lot of what actually, you know, historically happened. But I'm sure when people were around them, they were enamored and they were like, oh my God, oh my goodness. What, like, how is this person like this? <laughs> and I don't even mean like maybe the wisdom and stuff they were saying or the healing that Jesus did. I just mean like how they talked. People were probably like, I mean, people were probably shocked if the story of Jesus is true. Like, how the hell is this guy, how is this guy doing this? How is this guy challenging the whole, the whole norm of the church, basically? No one's done that before, right? How could this guy get this idea to do this? He knows, he knows he's going to die, right? It's because he wasn't relying on acting like anyone or anything else. He was totally and utterly an open channel for the infinite. And that's why he was so authentic. So, yeah, it, it, it's incredible. And we, we what, what we have to remember is that, and this is a distinction between the normal sort of societal authenticity and the God-thenticity or the God expression is that it's unconditionally loving. It's positive, it's light, and it's peaceful. Now, why, why is this? Victor, you're not a part of the good vibes only crowd, are you? <laughs> your God-thentic expression, your true authentic expression is loving, positive, and peaceful. Why? Because truth is love. Truth is union or unity. And because everything is one, and that's the truth, that's love, when you're awake to that, you have no reason not to be loving and positive. A lot of people will try to skate by this and say, oh, uh, well, the truth doesn't care how you feel and and you know, if, if you're awake, you're not always, you're not always this loving light thing, but you have to understand when you're actually awake, you're so in love with life and with reality. It's literally pointless not to be happy, not to be peaceful. I mean, if anyone's telling themselves that they're awake, they're totally like awakened and enlightened and yet they're still negative. I think they're full of shit, basically. Every awakening I have had has always, always, without a doubt, included a profound sense of love and peace. Every single time. Why? Because there's no fear. Because you're not an ego anymore. Because you're the whole thing. Because you're the whole thing, there's no reason not to be peaceful and loving. So your authentic God-thentic expression is 100% peaceful and loving. And this is where it's different than the societal sense of like someone who's, who's real or someone who's like raw is because when we think of someone who's real or raw, it's almost like this sort of like sharpness and this sort of like, I don't know. That's at least what I imagine. Maybe you guys imagine something different, but it's sort of this like, you know, they're really raw, right? They're really real sort of thing. And it's like, maybe they're really real with how they express their emotions. And they're really open about that. But that's not the same thing as being really real and open 
and being awake to the infinity that you are. That that It's a completely different thing. And my claim is that when you're real and open and awake to who you are, you're the most positive, loving person to be around. I got to move this incense somewhere. It's killing me. How do I know this? You may be thinking. Well, when I have been in this Godthenticity or this true authenticity, it shocks me how loving I'm able to be, how peaceful I am. It, it's incredible. Like my ego is mad that I'm not mad. <laughs> my ego's mad I'm not mad. That's what it feels like. Why does it feel like that? Because when you're awake to yourself as infinity, as the whole thing, as everyone and everything, you're you're just so happy. <laughs> you're so happy. You're so in love with life. Someone comes, they cut you off in traffic, your ego goes, hey, don't let them get away with that. We got to get angry. And this like, this love just like evaporates that, that thought. I've literally watched an egoic thought come up in my mind and it be dissolved by love before the words could form into a sentence. I know that sounds crazy, but I've literally watched that happen. It's like the ego comes up with this, the thought comes up and the love, the peace is so overpowering that the words can't even form. Like you feel the intention, you feel kind of like the anger or the irritation, the sort of egoic, chaotic energy behind the words, and they dissolve in this love before they, before you can even know what they were going to say. It, it's incredible. I've experienced this and you can experience it too. This is the authentic you, the true you, the true expression of the true you. That's what it is. Because look, we're all the same self ultimately, right? As consciousness. But how this consciousness comes through your mind and your body and your character has a completely 100% authentic expression. And it's the greatest thing ever to be this expression of the divine. To be this Godthentic expression it's the greatest thing ever because it's like you realize why everyone always told you like you're you're unique to yourself right like no one else is like you like when we were told that when we were younger it was like yeah that sounds cool and cute but like this person acts like me this person's into like this stuff so I'm not really that unique right that's what it feels like I'm not really that different but when you awaken And when this infinity comes through you, you realize what that really means. You realize why people were telling you, you have, you're unique yourself. It's because when this infinity, when God comes through you, you are unlike anyone, anything else that you yourself have ever seen. It'll shock you. It'll blow your mind. It's incredible. And it really has this God-like quality when it comes through you, right? So maybe you're thinking, well, yeah, I already know what Victor's talking about. Like, I'm raw, I'm real, I'm authentic. Does it have a divine and God-like quality when you're being authentic? I mean, just obviously God-like. Because if it doesn't, I wouldn't consider it true authenticity. I would just consider it authenticity. 
but I'm using the word true in a capital T and A with a, or authenticity with a capital A. This is true authenticity, the truest, most profound expression of who you are is godlike it's divine it's loving and it's peaceful it's never angry okay this is this is from my own experience it's never angry it's never it's never uh it can't, it can't be it literally can't be angry it can't be that's what you have to understand as soon as it's an angry authentic expression you've dropped You've dropped back down into, into the human consciousness, ego consciousness. And I just want to make a caveat. That's basically what the ego is. A lot of people will say the ego doesn't exist, but I was listening to one of my favorite teachers, Leo from actualize.org. You should check him out. And he described the ego not as a thing like a cup or a chair. Um, obviously, it's not an actual entity. It's a state of consciousness. It's your human everyday state of consciousness. It's the state of consciousness 99.99% of you are in right now. Maybe there's one of you that's like fully God awake right now. And if so, I don't know why you're even listening to this podcast. So chances are, if you're listening, you're just in a human state of consciousness. That's okay. That doesn't mean that you're, you're failing. I feel like I'm in a human state of consciousness. I'm playing my character, right? Um, see when I say that though, it kind of wakes me up. That's so weird how that works, but I'm playing my character. I'm doing the podcast. Um, and so, and so when you're in the human state of consciousness and you're authentic, there's kind of like, there can be some anger in it. And it's just like, I'm being raw, right? I'm being real. And what I'm saying is that that is not what I'm talking about as true authenticity. Again, true authenticity, God-thenticity is God-like. It's godlike in the sense that it doesn't fear anything. Because it doesn't fear anything, there's no reason for it to get angry ever at anyone. There's no reason for it to not be happy and joyful. So you'll know it when you'll know it when this expression is coming through because it'll literally feel like it's God coming through you. Your mind will be saying things like, How the hell did I just say that? How the hell did I just come up with that? How the hell am I being so, so peaceful and loving? Like, where is this coming from? Your mind will be shocked because your mind is used to being in charge. Your mind, and I mean your ego mind, like your human, the human ego mind, it's used to being in control of how you act, how you respond to people, right? Someone cuts you off, you say, F you, I'm going to cut you off, right? Whatever. And you may tell yourself, that's me being real. Um, but when this God-thenticity comes through, your mind's shocked. <laughs> it, it, it literally can't believe it. It's like, what? How is this possible? So when you're absolutely authentic, on th- uh, when you're absolute, uh, <laughs> I need to chill. I'm getting excited. When you're absolutely authentic, you literally are God. Your identity is synonymous with God. And what I mean by God is the entire universe. Everything that could be. And when you're absolutely authentic and your identity is equal to God, you start working as God, using your body and mind as a vehicle for love. 
Why love? Because love is literally union. Think about it. When you have your dog and you love your dog, what's happening there? The dog's loving you back. There's a union that's created between you two. When you have someone you're in a romantic relationship with and you love them, maybe it's your wife or your husband, the love is literally not something that you're giving to them. It's literally the union of you two. Love is union. Love is unity. That's what love is. So the ultimate truth being that everything is one means that love is the ultimate truth. Everything is united. You are everyone and everything. And so when you're truly authentic, your body and mind becomes a vehicle for love. That's why it has to be loving. True authenticity has to be loving. It cannot be dividing. It cannot be separating. It cannot be angry or mad or pissed off or upset or sad and depressed. All of these human emotions are not possible when you're truly authentic because you're not human anymore. (laughs) You're literally not human when you're being truly authentic. You're God itself. You're love itself. You've literally replaced your identity as being a human walking around in the world with the glaringly obvious fact that the entire thing is you and it's all love. And when you're in that state of consciousness, that is when you'll be Godthentic. So just sort of take that in. Just kind of take that in for a second. The ego's form of authenticity may be real in a relative sense, but it's fundamentally limited and false because the ego doesn't exist as a thing. It's a state of consciousness again. So the ego's form of authenticity may be real in a societal sense, but fundamentally limited and false because when you're being real as an ego, you're not understanding who and what you really are. So the realness is actually coming from a place of falsehood. That's it. That's the difference. That's the difference right there. When you're being real or authentic as an ego, you're fundamentally misunderstanding who and what you really are as infinite consciousness. When you fundamentally understand who and what you are as infinite consciousness, that's your reality. That's your state of consciousness and you're no longer a human or a character. That is when you're truly authentic. That's the difference. But both are real in a sense. But one, like if we could take two people copy and paste exactly the same and one was just real but they thought they were an ego they were still in the human state of consciousness and one was real but they were awake you would be able to tell is what i'm saying they're not the same thing at all there it's almost like the ego's form of being real is an intuition of why being real and open and authentic is important, but the ego doesn't understand why that is. 
And why is that? Why is it important to be authentic and real? It's because everything is you. And if you're being fake or deceit, deceitful to others, what are you, what are you doing? You're being fake and deceitful to yourself. You're lying to yourself. So in the human state of consciousness, you can have an intuition that I should be real. I should be authentic. But why? Because everything's you. And if you're not authentic and real to others, you're not authentic and real to yourself. That is why. That's why. The true authentic you, God you, is not a belief. It's more real than the hand in front of your face. So when you awaken or you, let's say you access the awakened state of consciousness, God is more real than the hand in front of your face. This is what, um, uh, is it the Hindu tradition or the Buddhist tradition considers Maya? I don't know why I can't think of which one it is, but Maya, right? The illusion of the world. I'm pretty sure it's the Hindu tradition. The, uh, the play of the world. That's actually what the, the word Maya originally means is play. Why is it a play? When you awaken, what you realize is that the most real things that you thought were the most real, like your hand, consciousness or God or yourself as that is more real than your hand. That's what it feels like. And therefore, the authenticity is more real than your hand. It's That's why it's so real. <laughs> See, it's not real in like a physical sense. It's real in like... That's what the truth actually is sense. And when you're awake to that and it comes through you, it's so real because you're in tune with truth. So again, as I said in the beginning of this episode, there's a profound connection between truth and authenticity. And that connection is that realness, reality embodied is truly authentic because reality and truth are synonymous and that is that you're not a human, you're not a character. That's the that's the actual truth. That's why when you encounter someone who's godthentic they are so incredibly powerful energetically because they're not limited due to their character. Their consciousness is literally infinite. They are literally infinite. When you encounter an awakened being, you're talking to God itself. You need to understand this. They literally aren't talking as a human. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think any incarnation can be perfect at... Well, I don't know. I, I felt like I have... I take that back. I Actually, I take that back. I was going to say, I don't think you can perfectly express the divine because I have experienced a perfect expression of the divine and what that would be like through my character. I've, I've experienced it. It's absolutely incredible. It's literally like God. It's literally like, it sounds bad because I'm saying it's literally like your God, but like 
It's literally like if you were someone else, you would feel the divinity in like the tone of voice, in like how they move their body, how their eyes look at you. Like every everything about a character that's awake would signal that they are that they're literally divinity itself. It's incredible. Now be careful, your ego's going to want to run with this and go, "I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the perfect divine expression." But Again, the ego can't do it. It has to be unforced, right? It basically can't be done by you, right? You as an ego, you can't do it. So every authentic expression of the divine that I've experienced, um, I, I didn't know it was going to happen, basically. My mind, my ego mind wasn't aware what was coming. And again, that's why my mind was so shocked when it came through was because I wasn't aware what was going on. It wasn't like I as an ego was like, okay, today's a day that I'm going to be the divine expression of the infinite. Today's the day I'm going to do it. No, it can't, see, it can't be like that. That's the ego. That's you in the human state of consciousness trying to act and be like you're in the awakened state of consciousness when you're not. And that's why it's so important that you awaken to who and what you truly are and that you don't bullshit yourself about it. And I think a lot of people, see, that's why I was honest with you guys. I told you guys, I'm in a very human state of consciousness right now. I know I'm not God realized like I have been in the past. The moments I've accessed this incredible infinity of intelligence and humor and jokes and ideas and that it expressed itself through me. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and say, I'm enlightened. I'm fully awake. I'm always in that state of consciousness. No, I'm not. By the time I'm older, I hope to be, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I've got it figured all out. I have a lot of work to do. And a lot of that work is, is releasing attachments, not you know, working on my own trauma as a human. There, all of this stuff you have to do and it's so easy to fool yourself. I made a video about this on Instagram where I ta I literally talked about this exact thing, how the ego will tell itself it's awake, tell itself it's enlightened um, when it's not and how that's the biggest trap because if you're not actually awake and you're telling yourself you are, you'll never experience a real thing until you give that up. Until you say, you know what, I don't know. And maybe even better to err on the side of, yeah, I'm not awake. I have no idea what awakening is. When you say that, the doors are open for the real thing to happen. But so long as you're telling yourself, I'm awake, I'm enlightened, uh, you're, you're done. <laughs> you're done. You're cut off. You're cut off from infinity. You see, because infinity can't end. So if you want to, if your ego is going to try to claim ownership, and hold on to it like I can hold this cup of coffee it's mine I got it I got it you're cut off from everything else because you're so attached to what awakenings maybe you have had or realizations maybe that you have had so um so yeah Your spirituality has to be authentic to you. Your connection 
your realizations, your insights, they have to be authentic to you. If you're just parroting other people, if you're watching TikTok and Instagram videos and then just adopting it as a belief system, as an ideology, and then going about your your life, acting like you figured it all out when you haven't, it's really the, it's the saddest trap. Why is it the saddest trap? One, because as long as you're doing that, you'll never actually awaken. And and I'm not speaking from a place of superiority. I'm just being honest. I've, I've done this. I've literally watched videos of explanations of God and awakening and then just thought about it and, and gotten really good at thinking about it and held it in my mind and then told myself that was awakening. But that's not awakening. Awakening's not a thought. It's not a belief. It's not an idea. It's the real deal. It's consciousness. It's the thing that's listening to me right now. And no amount of videos or books will ever be it. They may point you like I'm trying to do in this podcast or poke you or give you a little nudge but they're never going to be the thing itself, right? So it's really sad because people hear maybe a podcast like mine and you could do this with my podcast today, right? I've explained that. You could take this idea of true authenticity, God-thenticity, the God expression of you and your ego could grab a hold of that and then act like it's actually in that state of consciousness when it's not. It's just playing. It's just using it. So It's sad because when you're in that state of consciousness or when you're in the egoic state of consciousness and you think you aren't, right? You literally are thinking it. You're thinking you're not. You're thinking you're awake, not actually awake, the actual thing. When you're thinking you're awake, it's sad because um, because you're uh, you're not experiencing the real thing. Um, But also it's sad because the the amount of pain you'll have to face to admit to yourself that you're actually not awake is even more destructive than if you would have just told yourself from the beginning i don't i don't really know what these people are talking about in these videos and these books i don't actually know if you would have just said that from the beginning uh you'd save yourself so much more pain and i wish i would have done that but of course the ego does what the ego wants to do and that's usually it hears about something like enlightenment and it goes, oh my gosh, I got to get this enlightenment. <laughs> I better grab hold of this enlightenment before my friend does or before that other dude on TikTok does. I got to get it first. That's the ego. And um, yeah, it's just sad. Why is it sad? Oh, the second, there's. <laughs> I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited, but I'm feeling more and more authentic as I talk because what we're talking about is, see, when I'm making a podcast episode, I'm not just teaching it. It's actually like what I'm doing with this podcast episodes. I'm actually, of course, talking to myself in the spiritual sense, whoever's on the other end, other end quotes, listening to this, talking to myself. But just right here, when I'm speaking these things out loud, it's reminding me of what these words are pointing to and then I'm becoming more aware of that. So I've already, I already can tell over the past 40, 50 minutes from the start of this episode till now, this authenticity is starting to come through more and more and more because I'm getting more and more in tune 
with that awakened state of consciousness. And maybe, I don't know, maybe you've noticed that. You can go back to the beginning of the episode and kind of notice how it's it's evolved. Um, uh, so yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought, but let's <laughs> let's continue. So, okay, yeah. So most of us have been brainwashed by what I would call spiritual norms or spiritual culture. This is another idea I got from Leo at actualize.org. A lot of credit goes to him. Um, and, and I'm not saying your spiritual beliefs are bad or your spiritual culture is bad. Maybe you're into Buddhism. Maybe you're into Zen Buddhism. Maybe you're into Hinduism. Maybe you're into Advaita Vedanta. Um, maybe you're into just meditation. I'm not saying your beliefs about those things are bad. I'm saying that your cultural and societal beliefs are dangerous when they go unquestioned. So this goes back to what I was saying before. I just connected the train of thought to why spirituality has to be authentic to you. Because truth has to be absolutely real, right? That's what truth is. It's reality itself. And if you are awake or aware of truth, it can't be coming from any book or video or anything or any tradition or anyone else. It has to be coming from the source itself, you see? So even going past now, just being authentic sort of as an expression, your deepest spiritual understandings and beliefs and what you think about spirituality and how it works and awakening and all this stuff has to be real to you. Because if it's not real to you, if it's not truly true to you, then it's not real at all, you see? It's a thought. It's a belief. It's an idea. It's not the reality itself. It's not what all of these books and videos in this podcast are pointing towards. So if you agree with your teachers, and this is a great way to tell, if you agree with your teachers, or even me for that matter, 100%, and you're just like, yes, 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 then your spirituality isn't actually your own. Now think of how profound that is. If you're just agreeing with your teacher or your tradition without questioning it, without even wondering it, right? Even me, then it's not actually true to you because I can guarantee if you were Godthentic, and remember, Godthentic is the most unique expression of you, you would not agree with someone else exactly on every single point in every single way. Why? Because then you'd be parroting them. You wouldn't actually be authentic or true to your own experience and to your own spirituality. You need to create your own perspectives, ideas, thoughts, and even beliefs. You need to create them yourself from your own direct experience, from the awakened state of consciousness itself, not from someone else, not from me, not from pursuit of spirit. The role of pursuit of spirit is not for you to just adopt everything I say as the golden rule book to the universe. The role of Pursuit of Spirit and of me and my teaching is to point you 
to the real thing so that when you access it, you can discover it and go off on your own and maybe even create ideas and have insights that are better than mine. That's the whole point. That's my whole role as a teacher or what we could call a teacher. It is not for you to just adopt what I'm saying and go, yes, see, you don't even know if this Godthenticity or this true authenticity even exists. Now, maybe maybe you have, the those of you that I know have awakened, you know it comes through in the most incredibly authentic way. So incredible it shocks you. But for those of you maybe that um, don't know yet, be honest with yourself. End this video and go, okay, that sounded cool what Victor was talking about, but I don't actually know. You have to be honest with yourself. True and real to yourself so that you can access the truth and reality. If you're not true and real to yourself, even with spirituality, with your spiritual ideas, your beliefs, then how do you ever expect to to access truth and reality? Itself, the real deal. If you're lying to yourself subconsciously, acting like you figured it all out and all these spiritual ideas you've mastered because you you, you know, had a little glimpse here last year and now you've read some books and you've talked to some people. I'm not saying that's bad. That's not what I'm saying. That's great. That's the path. Just don't mistake that path for somehow the same thing as, as truth or reality or awakening itself. It never is. Your thoughts, ideas, and beliefs are never the truth and reality itself. My thoughts, ideas, and perspectives and insights are never reality itself. They're words. They're sounds I'm making. You see that? They're sounds I'm making with my mouth. The sounds I'm making with my mouth, with my throat, with my body that you're hearing, the motions I'm making, if you're watching this on video on YouTube or Spotify, that is not what I'm pointing to. They're symbols. They're representations of something that I have accessed myself that cannot be spoken so do not mistake the words for the thing that can't be spoken infinity cannot be contained you have to access it yourself it has to be real to you it has to be true to you because you'll never get to this godthentic expression if you don't access it yourself it'll always be fake You'll be playing the Buddhist character, but you'll still be playing it in the human state of consciousness. It won't be what the Buddha was trying to teach. You can be even playing the meditation character. I'm the meditator. But that's not the point of meditation. Meditation's a stepping stone to get you to awakening, not for you to play the part of a meditator. You see, that's what's so important about realizing that true authenticity isn't reliant on any tradition or any belief system. That's how you know it's truly authentic. You see the connection? Do you see it? When you're Godthentic, when the infinite is being expressed through you, it is not reliant on any tradition or belief system because it's the real deal. Every belief system and tradition and technique like meditation or self-inquiry 
from the Vedantic traditions, they're all pointing you towards the real thing itself. And once you access the real thing itself, you'll realize that there's no point in playing the meditator or the whatever, the whatever it was, whatever path you took. The path up the mountain isn't the mountain itself. Right? Well, you could say, well, it, it is, isn't it the mountain? Well, aha, it is. You see, because it always is. It always has been. That's what truth is. But you don't know what that is yet. And the, the really, the greatest trap in spirituality, I've seen this. I see this with, with teachers on online. Other people that make videos like me, I, sent, I, I can't ever know. But if I were to guess, I were, if I were to intuit, I were... I would have I would bet that they ugh, I can't talk. My intuition tells me that so many people who think they're awake online are not actually awake. And you might go, "Oh, Victor, that's so arrogant and egotistical of you to say that. Who are you? Oh, you're some enlightened guru being who knows who's awake and not?" No. But I will tell you I have accessed the real thing. The real deal. I have awakened truly. I understand what it is. And when I see other people, I can sense it's an intuition because we're all the same self. If you actually awaken to what that means, you can sense if someone else has. And I've, I I know when I, when, when I come across masters, the people that wrote these books next to me, I can literally sense it in how they talk, how they speak. It's a real deal. You can tell when it's a real deal, but you can only tell if you've accessed it yourself. So it's not some arrogant thing. It's actually like a filter. It's a filter to see who's kind of bullshitting, who's who is who's being an ego, who's in the human state of consciousness playing the part as the enlightened or the awakened one and who's actually awake. Uh when you awaken, you'll be able to tell. You'll be able to watch my videos and tell if I'm full of shit or not. That's my claim. Because, and and why is that? Why is that some arrogant, egotistical thing? No, that's just because the truth is itself. And when you access truth, you know truth in a sense. Not like you can know words or thoughts but you know truth directly and because you know truth directly you can you can sense it you can you can sort of like taste it right and and i can taste online when people even people that make videos they're they're just they're bullshitting themselves and it's not that i want them that i'm like i get off on them on them bullshitting themselves it's that it's sad it's sad because they're telling themselves they're awake and they're not they're missing out on the real thing and they probably never never will because now they're making videos now they've got all these followers now they think they figured it all out yeah imagine how painful it would be to admit to yourself after growing this following making all these videos acting like you know everything that you don't imagine how painful that would be and that's probably one of the reasons why they may never admit that to themselves. Or if they do, if it's sort of like, <laughs> not not forced on them, but if it's sort of like they have a breakthrough and realize that, it'll be terrifying because they'll realize this whole time they were just acting awake, 
acting enlightened. They weren't actually awake or actually enlightened. It wasn't true to them. Their spirituality was fake. It was a facade. Just like you can make a facade and a and and you can be you can be fake in, in any way you want to. There's no limits to how the ego can can co-opt this stuff. And and it's just it's sad because people think like once they have one awakening or one glimpse that like somehow the ego's gone forever. It's like, no, this is the time when the ego's at its at its most deceptive. Before it could trick you and fool you. Okay, I don't want to talk about I gotta stop talking about the ego as like it's a it's its own entity entity. Bef- okay, you, because it's you, it's your state of consciousness being a human. Before you could fool and deceive yourself because you were just unconscious, you were ignorant. But when you awaken, when you contact truth, that is when you start to get really deceptive with yourself. Really, really, really tricky. I mean, so tricky, so deceptive that you could memorize and theorize all of the spiritual wisdom. You could read all the books. You can understand it all mentally and then tell yourself you're awake when really all you've done without even noticing it is just adopted beliefs and ideas from someone else. And now you're so good at at memorizing those ideas and beliefs that you can make videos. And now you make videos or you share them and people go, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. You must be awake. You must be enlightened. Enlightened. They blow smoke up your ass. And then you tell yourself, oh yeah, I am, I am. But this whole time you're just fooling yourself. You've just memorized some thought, some stuff. And and to me that that's, it, it's sad. And I've been there. Again, I'm not trying to speak as sort of this uh, person who's perfect. I by no means am perfect. This is coming from my own experience. I have done that exact thing. I have read books and understood things at a mental level and and then told myself I understood what that really meant. And then when I actually awakened to what that really meant, I realized how much I was just fooling myself and bullshitting myself the whole time. And it was disturbing because I thought, oh my God, how is my mind this deceptive? How am I fooling myself this bad? It's You don't even understand how deep the deception runs in spirituality. But people just take it as like, oh, no, I, I've had an awakening. I can't deceive myself. It's like, <laughs> okay, that's the deception right there. That's it. The deception is you thinking you can't deceive yourself once you've had an awakening. It gets even worse when you have an awakening because your mind has to get even more sneaky and tricky. So be very, very, very careful of acting like your spirituality is true when it's not. That That's the heart of this episode is when you're like, when your spirituality your practice, whatever that is. Maybe it's meditation, self-inquiry. Maybe it's prayer. Maybe it's psychedelics. Maybe it's contemplation. Whatever your thing is. You have to treat that and put that above any other external form of spiritual information. If you start to favor the videos, you start to favor 
the podcast, my podcast, you start to listen to my podcast more than you're meditating or doing your practice, whatever your practice is, staying present, whatever your thing is, there's no limits to how you, your art, your art can be your spiritual practice, whatever. What If you start to favor somebody or some tradition or something else as your main source of information over the divine, over reality, over the infinite itself, then that is when you're not being authentic. Again, I said in the beginning, 90% of the stuff I've wrote here is my own. 10% I got some ideas from, like I said, leo at actualize.org. But I'm not repeating stuff here that I heard. Where else have you heard this? Godthentic. I literally think I, I came up with that word, Godthentic. Absolute authenticity. Have you ever heard of that before? Like absolute truth, absolute authenticity. Like these are stuff that I've got straight from the divine itself, from the infinite itself. And a few things I use to round out my understanding from other people. See, that's what this podcast should be. That's what your spiritual teachers, your gurus, your books, your videos should be. They should just be the cherry on top of your own understanding, your own connection to reality. Because if you start to favor it more than that, then you're not true. You're not real. You're not being authentic. Your spirituality is not authentic. It's it's BS. It's just ideas and beliefs that you heard from some podcast or video or whatever on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, whatever. So it's, it's, it's very, very important. Very, very important that, that this is real to you. It has to be real to you. Okay. So... With that being said, how how do I apply this practically? You may be thinking. Let's get into the practical aspect of this. We, we we've started. We, we've been talking a lot, a lot. I've been sharing a lot. I've been going fast. Probably the coffee. I think I, I need to maybe just have water next time instead of the coffee. But I'm having so much fun, and I love, I love having one topic to just just go deep on. See, that's that's what we're missing. That's what even the books, the podcast, like that's kind of what I meant about the run of the mill podcast. They're so shallow. Like and I'm sorry to those of you that have a podcast, but seriously, maybe take this and contemplate this. Like are you just doing a podcast because it's the thing to do and like you're not really putting effort into it and it's just easy to sort of like talk about things like there's no depth nowadays in our society and I don't really even mean in spiritual circles I just mean go on TikTok go on Instagram there's there's very little depth to 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 um uh to create creations I guess like people are just putting stuff out as a podcast, not because they want to actually do a podcast or to offer some valuable information. They're putting stuff out on a podcast just because it's the cool thing to do. It's the trendy thing to do. That's what I mean. We're lacking depth. And that's why when you come across a podcast, maybe like this one or somebody else, 
that has true depth, they truly care about the value, the information they're giving, something in you feels a relief. It it feels like, oh, we haven't totally lost this depth as a society. And there are people out there. I Trust me, there's plenty of podcasts that are incredibly deep and profound. And there's tons of creators that truly care. But I just see this trend, especially in spiritual circles, of it's just, it's the trendy thing to do. It's the cool thing to do now. And no one's no one's offering true depth. And so again, I just want to affirm to you here with these podcast episodes, that's my goal. I, I really enjoyed the, the questions um, from you guys. And, and I'll always answer questions on, on my under my videos and comments and stuff. But I'm looking for depth because I see very, very little depth today around me in spiritual circles online, in podcasts, on videos. It's shallow because it's the thing to do now. Being a creator is the trendy thing to do. It makes you money. I get paid to make videos on Instagram. That sounds awesome, but I'm not doing it to get paid on Instagram. You see, that came way, way after I was making videos for 100 followers and getting five likes. I was doing it because I loved it. And and that's the, that's the key difference. So if I were to give you any advice when it comes to who you listen to, the podcasts, the videos you watch, because look, you don't want to go fully into an echo chamber and just start believing every everything that you tell yourself, right? It's good to read books. I'm not saying that listening to other people or watching podcasts is bad. I'm saying it can there's two ends of the spectrum. You can go too far where you're just listening to these people and then you just like take on their ideas. You're not even actually doing a spiritual practice yourself. You're not contacting reality itself, but it can go the other way too far where you don't listen to anyone. You don't read any books. You don't listen to anybody who's walked the path before you. You go say, F all you guys. I'm just going to sit in my room in this echo chamber. Um, and and uh, that that can be taken too far too. So there's no easy solution. But um, um, yeah, I I see it definitely more the other way where people spend way too much time watching videos and reading books and way just way too much time theorizing and not enough time contacting God or the infinite themselves directly, which is what all this stuff is for. Like if you're going to watch videos about this stuff, but not actually do it, what are you you doing? (laughs) See, your ego is just fooling you. If you're just watching videos and reading books and you're not actually contacting it in your consciousness, in your direct experience, then this is all waste of your time. You're just fooling yourself. But if you're listening to people and you're using them as guidelines, as pointers, and then you go into your life and and contact it yourself, I would say that's sort of like that. That's the that's how you will be successful. Um, there's no correct way, absolutely, to do anything in life. But if you came to me and you said, Victor, I want to awaken, what do I do? I would say, look, don't be an idiot and act like you know everything and you can't learn from anyone else. Listen to other people, listen to their ideas, keep your mind open, but don't go so far the other way that you 
just blindly take on people's ideas and beliefs without even questioning them or without even awakening to them yourselves. So I would say to you, if you want to awaken, take the middle path. Listen to the Pursuit of Spirit podcast here and there, read a few books here and there, watch a few videos, but do not ever put that above your actual practice, your practice of contacting the divine yourself in your present experience, one-to-one, intimate consciousness exploration. That's what I would tell you if that was your goal. So keep that in mind. But okay, let's get let's get to the end here. How so? How do I apply this practically, Victor? I guess I did just kind of give you um, a little bit, but more on the topic of authenticity. How how do I how do I apply this Godthenticity or this true authenticity practically? The first thing I would say is start to notice when you're just straight up parroting someone else's ideas, when you're just parroting their realizations, when you're just stealing their insights. Um, This is, again, one of the biggest obstacles in spirituality. I still do it here and there. I'm still weeding that stuff out because I want my understanding to be my own, right? That doesn't mean that I can't get ideas from other people to round out my own understanding. That means I'm not going to adopt somebody else's uh, insights as my own as if I had them myself. So start to notice when you're doing that. Maybe you do that with me. Maybe you're acting like you you uh, like you know, like, yeah, Victor, I know the God authenticity. I'm in it right now. I'm always truly authentic. Uh, notice that you're you're lying to yourself. Um, if you are now, maybe may, maybe you have, maybe you have. I don't know. See, you have to be honest with yourself. I can't tell you if you're being honest with yourself or not. You have to be honest with yourself and tell yourself, yes, I'm just stealing this realization from someone else. I just watched it on a TikTok video. I don't actually know what it means and and, and start to notice that. Um, again, another practical tip, actually investigate your direct experience. You need to strike this balance between theory and practice. And it's not 50-50, right? It's not so much so that you just spend five hours listening to audiobooks and then you spend five hours meditating. It's not that simple, right? It's dynamic. Maybe one day you spend all day reading, but then the next week you integrate everything you read in your direct experience, right? Like you have to find that balance yourself and it's going to change. It'll be different at different times. Maybe you've spent the past month doing psychedelics in a rainforest all alone and you've had these mind-blowing insights and realizations, now maybe would be a good time to come back and read some books and connect it to the people that came before you and and draw from them and put it all together. Right? Or maybe it's the other way, right? Maybe you've been watching videos and podcasts for the past year and you've spent a few hours maybe doing meditation in a few hours contemplating this stuff on your own, maybe you need to make a commitment to yourself and tell yourself, I am done for the next month listening to Victor. I'm cutting off the pursuit of spirit and I'm going to go investigate my direct experience to discover this shit on my own. You have to, you have to find that balance. 
Another very practical tick, tip, yeah, tick, tip, is to purify your mind and body to allow this Godthenticity to come through you more. So one of the biggest challenges you face is how pure your mind is. If your mind is filled with anger and and hatred and and pornography and and bad food and heavy metals like literally i mean both both physically pure like with what you're eating your diet but also like the information the more pure that is the more this godthenticity will be able to come through you in a true authentic real way because there's it's not like you're truly authentic or you're not it's more like there's gradations and levels of it now i've accessed some incredible super human levels of authenticity is how i would describe it that's why i call it godthenticity it's like if god was authentic that's how that god would act i feel like i've accessed that but that's a really high level you can access godthenticity or true authenticity just today um again not as an ego thing where you're trying to do it but where you're actually in tune um with the truth that you are everyone and everything and that starts to inform your behavior and what you eat and how you act so um yeah i I should have made that more clear it's not like a binary you're either on or off it can certainly feel like that if you go from the human level of consciousness, lying, deceiving people to just this full-blown Godthenticity where you're just so incredibly authentic, it blows your own mind. But it doesn't have to be dramatic, right? It can be a subtle sort of increase um, just by purifying your mind, by not listening to and, and buying into the angry thoughts as much as, as putting healthy natural foods in your body. All this stuff will aid you. Um, but ultimately, awakening is going to be the thing that, that does it. Also, notice when you're hiding, lying, manipulating, or being deceitful in any way. To be fully Godthentic, to be fully, truly authentic... You have to be absolutely truthful, even at the human level. So one of the things that keeps you in ego or in the egoic state of consciousness is that you keep lying, you keep manipulating, you keep deceiving others and yourself, right? You you keep telling yourself you're awake when you're not. Start there. Be honest with yourself. Maybe you're not awake. Maybe you don't know what what anyone's talking about. If you do that, then, like I said before, then the doors start to open and you'll have an opportunity to actually be authentic. You can't be authentic or true if you're lying and manipulating and being deceitful. You can't. You literally can't. (laughs) It's impossible. So if you think that you're, and this is why I said Godthentic is loving, True authenticity is peaceful. It's loving. It's open. Why? Because it's not lying. It's not hiding anything. It's not manipulating. It has nothing to deceive. It has nothing to gain. So if you're still playing this game of being a human, of lying to people, of deceiving people, you're not being authentic. And see, you could even tell yourself, oh, I'm being authentic because like I was being really raw with them, you know, but like 
you could be lying. You could that could just be a whole story, a whole fabrication your mind's playing off, and it's not the real deal. So again, the ego is very, very, very sneaky. The the egoic state of consciousness, you are very, very, very sneaky when you're in the egoic state of consciousness with yourself. Your mind is. It's really your mind, yeah. That's probably a better way to put it. I'm still trying to describe this stuff as is hard and I'm getting better at it, but it's very it's difficult. Because again, the ego isn't a real thing, right? If I had a cup, I could describe it pretty easily. It's round. It's about two inches off this table. It has a handle. But the ego isn't a cup. It's not a thing. So it, it's hard to describe. Um, uh, and last but not least, my last tip is just notice how incredible it feels when you are 100% absolutely true absolutely authentic to yourself to others and to life feel how incredible that feels now it actually might be scary to your mind but your soul will know what i'm talking about when you're when you're actually truthful with someone you're not lying to them notice how amazing that feels it's scary it's not easy by no means having a difficult conversation in a relationship it's not easy but notice the sort of energy behind it right the 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 infinite sort of power behind it not in an egoic sense maybe power is not the right word the the infinite energy behind it right you can tell its source energy when you're being truthful because being truthful is being true and you have to be truthful to be true and to be real and this is something you can do right now today, right? You don't have to awaken to be to be truthful. Um, so being truthful and being honest is not the same thing as awakening. But when you're fully awake, you're 100% truthful and honest. So you'll get a taste of what that actually is when you're fully awake. Um, just today, just be 100% truthful and honest today and you'll get a taste of what awakening, of what awakening is. And, uh, and, and yeah, so, uh, that's going to wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this new episode. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone else that maybe you think could benefit from it. If you're on YouTube, please leave me a like or leave a five-star review if you feel like it's worth it. And if you want, you can come and check out my website, uh, pursuitaspirit.com. You can make a profile. Uh, I'm still giving away original member badges. So if you're one of the first 100 people to join, you just get a badge. Um, I have guided meditations. Um, one is free, so you can download that for free. You can read more about my core teachings. I actually just added that. Um, there's the life purpose course. If you're struggling with purpose direction in your life, you can check that out. Um, what else? What else? What else? Guided meditations, yeah. There's a lot of stuff on the website. Check that out if you're interested. And and um, and and yeah, just remember what we talked about here. Remember that there is a true, authentic expression of the God you, the true you, that you can embody and that you can express through you. It's possible. I've done it. People before us have done it. And it's the most incredible thing ever to be 100% absolutely authentic.
to be Godthentic is the greatest thing ever, and it's possible for you. All right, thank you, and I'll see you in the next one.